Don't abort the process, part two. Yes, it's exciting. You all know I was enjoying myself uh, when I was preaching this. So let's go without any further ado. Go to part two. Enjoy. You all are in the greatest famine ever been, and it's a health care, uh, a spiritual, and now natural famine. Everybody is sitting back thinking, and now we're laughing at how God carried us through this pandemic. Well, wait a minute. Look at the people in the north and the west. You got all them people dealing with fires, houses burning up. Gone. Just burning up. Got nowhere to go. On top of that, coronavirus is not letting them go into apartments and hotels and all that stuff is freely because they got to go through stuff, quarantine and all that stuff because they don't know if they, oh, y'all got this? These people are rushing out of that house not knowing where to go. Destruction on every hand. But y'all don't see no come by here, Lord, message. You don't hear them talking about, thank God for saving us. I, even though they burnt down the house, but my family's okay. They ain't still gave God no attention. Look at you all over here on the West Coast. Y'all just went through a, a, a baby storm. All this water coming up all over the place. Your land didn't get flooded. Your car's still working. But you don't see, say, thank God you didn't turn it the last minute into a hurricane where we wouldn't have been prepared for it. You ain't say none of that. But see, yet, but you take it for granted. But let me tell you something. There will be a storm one day to sneak up on you and it's going to try you for what you are. And it happens every day. Every one of y'all Christians are tried in some way to see if you're going to stand on this thing you call God. And here's the part that I love about it. Take this out, Sister Diane. Many of these people got this illusion that they're all right with Christ. And it's amazing. Y'all don't put no time with them. You don't read nothing. You don't study nothing with them. But you believe everything is okay. How in the world do you think everything is okay when the last time you talked to God was back in 2019? You know why you haven't talked to them? Because everything in your life is going good. It's amazing, though, when a storm comes, y'all can find a way to find somebody called Jesus. Y'all know. It's amazing that when y'all go through, when you really go through, y'all can find a prayer warrior. Oh, oh, y'all can't? You go up there, Elder Becker, can you pray for me? Because I'm going through right now. Can you seek God for the betterment of me right now? Because I can't hear from him. But not one time do you sit up here and say, hey, Elder Becker, pray with me because I've sinned and come short of his glory. I have done something that God has You don't say that because everything in your body tells you that you have separated from God. The Bible says I have you not to be ignorant. And the problem is you ignoring God because you don't want to put in the work. Again. Don't abort the process. Everybody has to go through a process. I want y'all to know that if this spiritual walk was as easy as what we said would, then everybody would do it because you could go backwards and forward as needed. But see, the thing is, when you go through this spiritual walk, you have to be set apart. You have to be different. You can't be sitting up there doing what the world do and try to will in the world. But can I say something to y'all super saints? You're just as bad as a person going out here and trying to uh, uh, teach people to do something that's not godly. And you sitting up here and judging them because they're not living the way that you want them to live. You're just as bad as them. And I, I blame you just as much as I blame the other sinners. Now, to me, I think you're the greatest sinner. Y'all can say what you want because you live a life that gives no flexibility to nobody else. You live a life that you set your own rules and regulation to. And you're setting rules and guidelines to something that you yourself cannot live up to. Like you've always been where you are. Y'all ain't always been super saved, and you ain't super saved now. You just one step from another jack-up moment. Let me tell y'all something. All of us can talk this stuff, but one thing can happen in our life, and our whole world changes. You can pray every day and sanctify and all that good stuff, but it takes one bad blow, and you'll question that connection.
Y'all can say what you want. Y'all, I don't care how Holy Ghost filled you are. I'm telling you, there is something in your life that can happen that you yourself will sit back for a second and question, why would God do such a this? If God be the God that he is, why would he allow this to happen at a time such as this? That's what you said. Now, I didn't say you do anything past that, but you would question that. Yes, you will. But what makes the difference is it's only a question because your action will kick you to Job and say, but though he slay me, yet will I trust him. He is a wheel in the middle. You begin to start encouraging yourself because you're not going to allow doubt to set in and cut or disconnect you from who you are and what you are in Christ. You are too strong in the knowing that God takes you through these trials and tribulations just to bring your character. You're too strong in knowing that you can trip and fall, but you can ask for forgiveness and he'll pick you up. You're too wise to know that God is able to do exceedingly and abundant beyond all things. And all I got to do is ask. You're too strong to abort the process because you have learned through the trials and tribulations that God is more than a conqueror. But why do we abort the process? Let me tell y'all something. The hardest thing for us to understand is when we're going through and God's not talking. Oh, I love that part. I'm saying he's not saying a word, but yet he's speaking volume. See, when God's not talking, I want y'all to understand the spirit in you begins to it begins to come forth and it begins to remind you to read his word. It reminds you to separate yourself through fasting and praying. It reminds you to meditate on the very word that you have in you. And that word becomes your catalyst to be the driving force to keep you in tune until your daddy begins to speak again. Until you come to the recollection or until you come to the knowledge of what needs to be done that you can activate a timetable or a structure where God begins to speak. To you, boy, I wish I could, I could just preach this thing. I want y'all to understand that there are times when you'll push against the wall and you want to come out fighting, but the only thing you got to do is cross your hands and say, this battle is not mine, it's the Lord. I'm not engaging into a fight that God's not telling me to do. And even though he ain't talking, I have the spiritual knowledge and wisdom to hold tight to his unchanging word that I know though he slay me, yet will I trust him. I got to understand that I'm not going out there unless he lead me I got to be like Isaiah lead me and I'll go but if God don't tell me I got to just wait here until my change come I wish I could get somebody say amen oh but Paul said ask him again what will it be that separates you from God what is it that pulls you away that thing that pulls you let's address it if it's that sinful act or is that relationship or is that desire for money let's address that if it's just you not knowing let's address that stop walking around here like you got it together admit that you have some shortcoming admit that you not uh, you can't get through this admit that you have a problem when your bank account go to zero admit that you don't like being alone admit the truth and then we can work on it but y'all super saints can't tell. I've, I got a problem. I got a situation. I got something that needs to be done. I am in the need of prayer. I am in the need of deliverance. I, I, I. When you can start putting I into the picture, then God can work on it. Preach, boy, I can't. I shall. The problem is, church, you don't want to take ownership for your situation. 
You want somebody, you want a prophet or prophetess to get on the line and say, God told me that there's a change that needs to happen. You don't need them to prophesy to you. You need to get on your knees and start that knee ministry. You need to get out there and labor on the floor until something happens. Why don't you just keep praying and stop praying and praying until something happens? I don't know about y'all, but Peter told me when the church began to pray, there was a shaking in the place where the chains start falling out. Then the angel himself had to leave and come and see about the baby. I'm, I'm reminded that there's a passage in the Bible when uh, 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 Jesus, I mean, God told them, hold on, y'all. God told them when he talked to old Cain, he said, Cain, what you do to your brother? He said, what you mean? I like this part when he said, the blood speaking. Oh, God, help me. I, I can't preach right now. He, he said, hold up. God Almighty now. It's the blood that speaks. Can I stick there for a minute? I got to preach this thing if y'all mind. He said, it's the blood. Ah, felt that one. That speaketh. I want y'all to understand you all that said that you are children of God. Whenever you hit that SOS button, he stops what he's doing. He said, hold up. I hear my blood speaking. I, he said, hold up. I hear him about the abort the process. He said, hold up, let me leave heaven and go see about my blood. And he tell old Gabriel, stop what you're doing. Don't worry about fighting that prince of Persia. Go down and tell him, I come to secure my word. I come down to secure my baby. Let him know Michael got that fight now. I need you to go down there and see about my blood. Because my blood speaketh. My blood's in pain. My blood is breaking. I need them to know it's not the blood in the their testimony, they're going to come out of this process. Somebody say amen. Well, I wish I could preach. I wish I could preach. But when the blood speaks, guess this, the world begin to shake because the blood calls heaven to tilt. And the angel said, wait a minute. I hear my brother. I hear my sister. Let me go down and fight for that betterment. Oh, I wish I could catch that. Y'all don't want to preach with me. I'm going to run this thing out. But see, but that's some people that don't abort the process. See, you know that I'm talking to you because that Holy Ghost in you begin to put his shoulders up. See, when you're going through warfare, baby, and the devil got you pressed in the corner, you become like a rat. When you press in the corner, if you don't do nothing, they come out and they attack. I'm here to tell you, when you pressed up, them angels begin to come out and they be couldn't put that shield on. Them six, nine, 295 pure muscle, 312, nothing but beat it down. Guy stands up and said, hey, I heard that my brother was in trouble. And I heard that he was getting broken down. And I heard your boys are the cause of his pain. Now that I'm here, I had to tell him get some rest. Because me and my boys are fixing to set this situation right. And, he, and, and, and this is what I like. I like to check this out. Michael only said one thing to the devil. Y'all catch this. Catch this now. And Jude, he came to him. He said, listen, I'm paraphrasing. Oh, James down there been crying a little too long. And I know the word says weeping may endure for a night. But joy come in the morning. 
Now I'm down here to secure my daddy's word. <laughs> I'm here to let you know that whatever you were doing last night, when that sun hits up in the morning, there got to be some joy. I'm talking about that joy, unspeakable joy. I know there's a song, something like that joy. Unspeakable, that, that, that kind of joy where his spirit man feels rejuvenated. I need that kind of joy that's going to tell him to surpass all understanding. I need that kind of joy no matter he's in the pits of hell to let him know that my daddy's there with him. I need him to know that it's that joy that when he speaks moves mountains. That joy that's going to cause me to kick out a can or whoop behind right now. This joy that I'm talking about, I'm going to fight for him until he gets his break. Through. So I'm telling you right now, I only got one message to give you. Check this out, y'all. Check this out. Gabriel said, heaven rebukes you. I, 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 somebody going to catch that later on. I ain't got all that fight in me. I ain't got to put my hands on you. I just got to tell you what my daddy said. My daddy said, heaven rebukes you. In other words, in other words, I got to tell you, Paul said, there's no weapon formed against you shall prosper him. He said, hey, he's more than a conqueror. He told him, "Is greater is he that is in you that is in this world. Better yet, if you ask for anything without a doubting heart, y'all rip up and tear down things. He said in Jeremiah 1 and 10, he said, see you this day, I put you over the nation and over the kingdom to pull down, to root up and destroy. He told me to tell you, it was me who told you when you needed an exit plan. He said, I'll put no more and you can there without an escape. In other words, it's time for him to illuminate your exit plan. You don't have to sit here and be worrying about what tomorrow holds. He said, put no thought in tomorrow what you can do today. In other words, today I got to say, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. I got to believe that God will work this out. I got to believe that I'm in a man in the middle of a wheel. I got to believe that he's more than I could ever need. I can look to my left and my right and I can see him falling on this side and I can look over here and see him falling on that side. Even though I don't feel it, I had to believe that it's already done. I wish I could get somebody to say amen. I just, I just, uh, can I, can I, Elder Baker, can I get three more minutes? I'm going to be out your way. Three more minutes, I'm going to bang this out. So, Paul wanted me to encourage you all. He said, listen, baby, after all the storms, find the worship. Oh, God, oh, God, I, I, but through all your trials and tribulation, just stay still, just for a season. After you done been through your storm and you done seen the devastation of life, just sit still for a minute. Can I encourage you one thing? Jesus said that the devil tried me three times, but when it was over, he left.